Hey guys, welcome back to Blood and Popcorn. We are your hostesses. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Teach. And I just took a shot of, um, what is it called? A buterol, which is, if you don't know, asthma. <laughs> I just had to take a shot of my inhaler. It's fine. <laughs> oh, it's getting to, um, it's like we're slowly moving into the season where pollen is starting to come out, which aggravates my asthma bad. Yeah, I get that. It's not been fun. Oh, so today we're going to be talking about Apostle. Um, and um, I think that's about it. Maybe a little bit about Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but we'll see if we get there. Mm-hmm. So um, how was your week? My week has been, I guess, okay. <laughs> Yeah. My window broke. Uh it Aww. wouldn't go up. So that was a hectic adventure of trying to pay for it and then getting ripped off by Firestone. They suck. Don't ever go to them. Yeah, I've I've definitely used Firestone in the past. Yeah. Uh never oh, I again. I actually went to a place that we trust and would usually go to. For mm-hmm. some reason I I just didn't want to drive that far because it is another town. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so I did call them and they looked over our stuff because I accidentally hit the window button after Firestone put up my window and the window went down. I was like, oh, fuck, it was going to rain. So I called the mechanic in the other town. I was like, hey, how much would you guys charge to just put my window up? Because we don't have money right now to fix it yeah and they're just like oh well if it's an easy fix we won't charge anything and i was like you guys are amazing so i go there and they see my whole door was basically like saran wrapped because one of my admins at my job was like it would be an easy fix since it's gonna rain you know just temporary thing and it was scary as all hell to drive like that let me tell you so oh yeah i believe it yeah i could barely see anything um so i get there and they're just like they one guy brings it around to like the shop area where i was sitting and he starts tearing off the saran wrap after he looked at it and he was just like gary and he calls the guy or jerry excuse me he calls the guy over and me and him go walking over and he's just like yeah i think they lied to you because what firestone told us was that we had to replace the whole motor but he was actually able to get it working because the switch is loose not the whole uh, motor motor itself works and that was they said about an $80 fix (laughs) and I was like okay and the switch is only like a $20 fix and you can do it yourself so fuck you Firestone (laughs) that's so annoying it really is. I was very upset. I've definitely had those a couple of times. Like, just recently, I had to take my car in because my heat wouldn't work. And it's, like, 30 in Tennessee right now. Oh, yeah. Sometimes below that. Like, it's been – it hasn't been negative, but it's been, like, the teens in the winter. So, it's, like, too cold for your heat not to work. Yeah. So, I brought it in, and they're, like – um, it's not covered under warranty and I'm like actually it is because I've called before and talked to you guys and you said it is so unless you're lying to me which I hope you're not 
it's covenant under warranty and mm-hmm. like i had to be like mean and but they were like yeah it it, it is and i'm like that's fucking right <laughs> that's what so, i thought bitches like i'm not i am not mean i try really hard to be nice to service people because i was a service person and i know what it's like but don't play with me Mm-hmm. don't try to make money yeah. off of me i'm not i'm not that girl yeah that's another thing like our ac stopped working and it's beginning into like the low 90s recently Ugh. yeah so we have to drive with our windows down we can't because one of the windows broken so we have like most of them down but just that one yeah and, um when I went to Firestone, Cody wanted me to check out the AC too. And Firestone was like, oh, there's a leak in your condenser. And that's like a $600 fix. And I was like, excuse me? Yeah. What? And he was just like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I definitely don't have money for that. And then I call the auto shop that I went to for the window. And they were really nice. And they are like, oh, well, do you know if they did the dye? And I was like, what do you mean dye? He's like, well, that's how they find leaks. And I was like, I don't know. And I checked the paper the Firestone gave me. And it said that the AC dye that they would use to check for leaks said it was on the recommended spot, not that they mm-hmm. did it. How so, lovely of them. Yeah. So I was just like, it just has recommended. He's like, yeah, they probably didn't do it. And they probably just wanted to make money off of you because they don't know where the leak is. <laughs> apparently and i was just such a rude people yeah so fuck firestone i don't care if you work there i'm sorry but uh fuck that company fuck those guys there fuck the one i went to fuck that firestone entire (laughs) kingdom apparently (sighs) yeah sounds had to get the weed out there (laughs) yeah well i went to science olympiad yesterday oh yeah um science olympiad which is like something that we do with all the kids that are interested in science so we do it's like we take them to a college and it's like all the schools in the area like different schools in the area compete um and it's not even like they win money like they don't win scholarships they win like medals which sure like eventually like if they get higher up because there's like division a which is middle school like sixth grade division b which is like seventh and eighth grade and then division c which is high school so eventually Mm -hmm. maybe they can get something out of it but like for sixth grade it's just for fun so Uh. i don't even coach it anymore i did it last year but the sixth grade was so little this year that they decided that they weren't going to have another one because nobody was interested so I got bullied into going because they're like, hey, you understand Science Olympiad, just come and help. So I'm like, okay, I'll show up for a little bit because I'm not, I'm a decent person. I'll show up and help. Yeah. I was there from 7 a.m., which I said, I'm going to get there like 11 so I can sleep in and like get stuff done and then I'll show up for a little bit. Um, the person that is the coach was like, I need you at 7.15. And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> like, that was not part of the agreement. She's like, I need you, though. There's nobody else. So I'm like, okay. Oh, bye. well. So I show up at 7.15. And then I had in my head, I'm like, okay, if I got here at 7.15, I'm going to leave at 11. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm going to go home, and then I'll enjoy my Saturday. Nope. She bullied me into staying till 3. <laughs> 
Or two, actually. No, I would not do that. Fuck well, that. There was literally no one else there except for her. And I'm oh, like, well. I'm like, okay, but like, this is not what I'm supposed to do. Every other coach like that had signed up to go mysteriously had something happen where they couldn't make it. AKA, it was a Saturday and they didn't want to work. I don't blame them because that's BS. But like, I have no stake in the game like nothing but i was there so it was nice (laughs) and i i probably i'm not even exaggerating i probably walked 10 miles yesterday because t uh, we were on tsu which is kind of a scary campus a little bit there's been so i walked a bunch of middle schoolers back and forth to their events on the campus all day in the cold. Gosh. So, I was not happy. <laughs> I not happy about that either. And then it's funny to me because there was like parents that came to volunteer, but they all sat around and did nothing. And I'm like, why am I the one walking these kids back? These are your kids. I'm walking them back and forth. Do you see the disconnect there? I do. But maybe you don't. Okay. Yeah, they're like, hell yeah, I get to sit here and do nothing. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. But yeah, it's fine. Like, you know, to this week, this week, I will have a new niece. So she was expected to come either tomorrow or Tuesday. So like, um, the mom is getting induced tomorrow. Oh, wow. So. Like, she'll be here. So I took Tuesday off, and then my work still tried to fight me on it. They're like, technically, you can't use sick time. And I'm like, technically, I don't give a fuck. Technically, you can go fuck. <laughs> technically, I already quit, which, that's good news. Mm-hmm. I did put in, well, I let them know that I was not coming back next year, so I'm waiting. I meet with their principal tomorrow to talk about it, I guess. So it's going to be so fun. <laughs> So excited for you to just leave there, though. I know. I'm, like, excited and nervous because it's, like, you know, new. And and I'm, like, I'm not leaving the best case scenario. Like, I don't have anything. But it's, for me, like, as a teacher, it's hard to, like, Mm -hmm. have something planned down. Because we have three months to find a new job over the summer if you're going to leave. And that's it. Yeah. Or two months, really, because we're, you know, we don't have full three months. But I have, like, two months to find a job, uh, or that's it. And then this time I'm like, I'm not coming back. And now I'm like, I don't have a backup plan. Yeah. <laughs> like, not yet. Scary. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, well, my backup backup is I'll just sub next year, which, like, if you have a degree, if you have your teaching degree and you sub, like, I, you would make, like, $100 a day, which is not bad. So, like, just to sub. So, I'm like, okay, like, worst comes to worst, worst, I'm going to sub. But, anyways, we wasted 11 full minutes talking about our life. (laughs) It happens. Anyways, Uh, Apostle. Okay, so, but before I tell you about Apostle, Apostle, I want to tell you about um, an actor that you should all know and love. And a lot of people don't know. And it makes me kind of mad because I love him so much. But have, do you know who Dan Stevens is? Uh, exactly. He's the main 
actor in this movie, he ha- he was actually the Beast from Beauty and the Beast, which really? like, you don't you obviously can't don't know that's a person in there because he actually had to walk around in like a suit, like a like a little dotted suit the What's whole his- time. What'd you say? What's his name? Dan Stevens. I'm looking up now. He has been in a lot of things. Um, I think he's relatively a new actor. It looks like he started acting in like 2004, which is not that long ago. And he's been in like a lot of like little plays and stuff. Downton Abbey. Yeah, Downton Abbey. He was also in The Guest. I was just thinking of that. Yeah. Oh, so good. Like, and the cobbler. Me... And what is it? The cobbler is that? Yes. With is um that the one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, with um Adam Sandler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you don't know about the guest, I need you to like just turn this podcast off right now and go watch it. Like it's that good. Um, it's probably top twenty movies for me. It's about Dan Stevens' character who shows up at this house and he's like hey i'm your um brother's friend and uh he just wanted me to come and check on you guys and it's like this family so he comes in and he's like you know like becoming like part of the family and then he like turns insane and he is just so good at it like i don't like now every time i see anything with with dan stevens in it i'm like i think he might be insane yeah, is, like, but he, he's hot too, so you know, there's that. But also, he's got three kids, um, and one of his kids' names is Willow, which is one of my favorite girls' names. Yeah, that is a really nice name. Yeah, but Josh hates it because it's a tree. It's fine. Uh, and I know you would like this. He endorsed. He couldn't vote because he's British, but he he endorsed uh, Bernie Sanders for president in 2016. Okay, he's my. Uh... He's out there on my list, even though I barely know about him, but I'm going to look into it. I absolutely think he's great. I do. I just, I think he's so good. And, like, he needs more respect. But, so let me tell you a little bit about Apostle. It is a 2018 British-American horror movie directed by Gareth Evans. And it stars Dan Stevens, my main man, Lucy Boyton. Mark Lewis Jones, Bill Milner, 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 Christine Fosworth, Fosseth. Gosh, guys, have normal last names. If you Paul Higgins <laughs> and Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen um, is my homeboy. I like him. His name was easy. We can be friends. I wonder if there's a relation to Charlie Sheen. I don't know. I can see it. Actually, one of them kind of does look like Charlie Sheen, but huh. anyways, moving on. So, this movie takes place in 1905, and it's 1905, and Thomas, who is Dan Stevens, comes to an island to rescue his sister, who was kidnapped by a cult. Oh, no. Yeah. Thomas, you can you kind of see in different, like, flashbacks of it, but Thomas was in a he was a former Christian missionary, and he was, like, he got caught up in the um, Boxer Rebellion, and it was, like, he was in China trying to introduce him to Christianity, and they literally burned his back 
the Chinese did with a cross. Oh, man. So, like, it got got pretty violent. Um, Thomas is trying to save his sister, so he poses as a cult initiate. So, let me back up a little bit. This, this where he's going to, is, like, this little island, and they only let certain people in, and they, like, when you get there, you have to, like, be be wanting to be in the cult, but also, like, they check you for, like, lice and like disease and then they like look into your background and all kinds of stuff right and it's kind of how they try to sell it to you is like it's like this heaven on earth it's beautiful um everybody gets along it's like you know real easy going they don't tax you which was i thought was interesting i'm like well how does your system work gotta have like some kind of cash flow they don't do taxes they um it seems like they all work together to, like, live in a community. So, like, they're all looking out for each other. Sounds great in theory. Until you realize it's a cult. <laughs> and they are crazy. So, he uh, poses as a cult initiative, Thomas does. And he meets their leader. Their leader's name is Malcolm Hull, or Howell. Yeah. And he funded, or founded the cult with two other men their names are frank and um quinn so this cult and it's going to come up later but i'm just going to be like here you go have at it it's founded on blood sacrifice god wait for it okay blood sacrifice because the blood makes the ground fertile which will come up in a little bit Alrighty then yep it's brought up several times throughout, and what I got the feel of is that, like, most of the people don't know that there's a blood sacrifice going on, um, but they kind of, like, the young, at least the younger people don't know, I guess the older people do, mm-hmm. but they all um, have, like, little, um, what are they called? Little, like, jars, and they, like cut themselves at night and like offer blood up it's fucking weird what so that's weird yeah it's really weird so thomas discovers a couple teenagers their names are jeremy and i'm fifen i can't remember how they said her name in the movie i think it's fifen who fifen is the son of frank who's one of the guys that started the island um, I'm no, I messed that totally up. Okay, Jeremy is the son of Frank, and Fifen is the daughter of Quinn, which are the two other founders besides Malcolm. So they are like sneaking around in their lovers. Okay, so that'll come back later. <laughs> um, he. Uh, Thomas finds out that he gets Jeremy to admit, who's the teenager, that Jennifer, who is Thomas's sister, was kidnapped by the cult, and they captured her as a spy, and they're trying to sell her to another cult to pay for resources, because they typically offer up animal sacrifices but they don't have enough animals so they're trying to sell this girl off to like get money to buy animals oh god 
Yeah. Um, and then it kind of like goes through just like they walk you through kind of like how these people live. So it shows like Thomas working the land and like, like one of the things I didn't like about the movie is I thought it was pretty slow pace. So we'll get to that in a minute, but it's like nothing really happens and it's really slow. Then all of a sudden, um, they find, they find a new cult initiative and they're like kind of talking to him in the church and they're like trying to like figure out what's, what's up with him. But then he tries to assassinate Malcolm, who is the main guy. So he like runs at him with a knife and then Thomas jumps in the way and saves him. So Malcolm, remember Malcolm is the main guy or Malcolm is like the head honcho or whatever. He's like, Thomas, you're my main man. I owe you a favor. Like, we're cool now. I trust you. LOL. <laughs> I don't know if I would care about having his trust. I don't know. He seems like a weird guy. Just a little bit. They all are pretty much weird right now. Yeah. So, but later that night, now they don't know, obviously, that Jennifer is Thomas's sister. They don't know. Oh, okay. He's trying to figure out a way to get her and leave the island this whole time. So Malcolm, later that night, takes Jennifer who's Thomas's sister around the town. And he's like riding her on the back, like on a wagon. And he's like, she's a bitch. She's a witch. She's the worst. She's a traitor. And they like cut her hair and like pretty much scalp her, but not, not all the way. Like they just kind of like get a little, like, like take like a razor to her hair and take some of her hair off. So they're like, trying to get everybody in the town to realize that she's a traitor and she's gonna die unless her co-conspirator whoever that fucking is comes forward so they're trying to make her out to be like really bad so they can sell her yeah fucked up right so thomas is like i gotta get my sister back so he gets the teenager jeremy to help him break into a tunnel underneath Malcolm's house which is kind of like where they're where they have his sister and he's like roaming through these tunnels which I'm like dude if I'm roaming through tunnels like I better be I don't know I'd be terrified (laughs) like I'm not going down any tunnels you know I mean would you run down tunnels I wouldn't run down tunnels but anyway he finds a witch basically and it reminds me of the Blood Raven. Like, it's like a, instead of a man, though, it's a woman, like, attached to a tree. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, wrapped in, and, like, all the vines are surrounding her. She can't move. Like, her legs have, like, morphed into the tree. So she has, like, a torso and a head, but her arms and stuff are gone. So he sees her, and then he gets chased by this, like, bloody man out and he's like trying to like run away from it um and he he does get out and he's like what the fuck was that obviously damn i would not be okay um you later find out that the deity or the goddess or the tree witch so like to call her she was what all these men the the founders are feeding blood to 
Oh. Because she can make the plants grow. Alrighty then. Yeah. So then Thomas is like, you know, trying to get out and he's probably kind of scared. But then it flashes to um, Fifon or however you say her name. And she's like talking to Jeremy and she's like, by the way, I'm super pregnant. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and they're teenagers, you know, remember. So they're like, okay, cool. Like, we'll just get married because we love each other and that's what normal people do. Yeah. So, um, but her then, like, Jeremy, like, runs away to do whatever. And uh, her father comes home and is like, I heard that you're pregnant. And then murders her. Oh, fuck. Yeah. God damn. And then Jeremy comes back and he's like, all right, I'm ready to go. And he's like, you did this to my daughter. You made this happen. You're the one that killed her. So then he acts like Jeremy killed her. So this is Quinn, by the way. This is, like, that's the dad. Um, He takes Jeremy out in public and is like, this guy, this teenager killed my daughter, so now I have to make him pure again. So he he begins a purification ritual, which is essentially him using a hand crank, like, holding, holding the kid down and, like, 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 chaining him down and then using a hand crank on the back of his head. So he, like, drills a hole in his skull. I think I remember seeing that, that part in the trailer, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck, in- indeed. Uh, so, Quinn, um, Malcolm comes out of wherever the fuck he is. I don't think Malcolm's 100% evil. I just think that he's like, I'm just trying to get by, so I'm feeding blood to this witch. And I am want to sell people, whatever. But Malcolm... Rick gets back and he's like Malcolm and Frank who Frank is um, Jeremy's dad the dad the guy the, the teenager that was just murdered so they get back and they're like what the fuck Frank is like I'm gonna fuck you up Quinn how dare you touch my son and uh, so Quinn is like Malcolm's a false prophet because Malcolm is also like their town's preacher it's like he's a false prophet and he demands that he prove himself by killing Thomas. I don't know how Thomas got gets thrown into this, but he's like, you gotta kill Thomas. That's oh. how you're gonna prove to me that you are really working for us, not against us. So, WTF, right? Yeah. But then Frank is like, fuck you. I'm about to murder you because you tried to kill my, you killed my son. So he like jumps at him and attacks him. And Thomas is like, well, I'm leaving. So, he, he gets out and he runs away. So uh, Frank meets up with him later and they flee across the forest and they eventually arrive at a barn. They find this barn. They're trying to hide from everybody. So they find a barn where the goddess is being held. So Frank opens the door and is immediately killed by the bloody man, the masked figure, homeboy. Yeah. His name is The Grinder. I'll let you, your imagination decide what that means. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like the mountain. Or, like, the, the what? Hound. The mountain or the hound in the Game of Thrones. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. So they find The Grinder and uh, Thomas sees The Grinder um, take Frank and 
basically throw him onto a meat grinder and grind him up and feed him to the goddess. Holy what fuck. the fuck, right? Um, that reminds me of Sweetie Todd when they ground up people that make pies. Yeah. So he jumps out, or Thomas is like, oh, I'm out of here, and goes to hide. But as he's trying to run away from the grinder, he sees that, like, um, Quinn and Malcolm are, like, there. Hmm. So he has to hide in, like, a hole that's also attached to the barn that the goddess is in. So he jumps in there and kind of, like, hides. And uh, they get to our, uh, what's our names? Malcolm and Quinn get to where the grinder is. And they're like, dude, he killed Frank. And they're like, uh, whatever. So Quinn just turns around and shoots Malcolm because he's still mad at him. And then Malcolm falls into a hole. So that's important. Malcolm is in a hole now. Quinn, the crazy motherfucker, is still running wild. And now he's like, where's Thomas? So now he's going off to look for Thomas because, remember, Thomas is hiding. Yeah. So Thomas um, is, like, trying to get out of the hole and not let the grinder see him. But then the grinder sees him and whops him over the head. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he wakes up, and, well, hold on, a lot lot of shit happened before that. Before he gets whopped over the head, he finds his sister. His sister is there with the goddess, and he's like, hey, let's get you out of here. So, um, he goes to, like, get her out, but then Quinn shows up and takes the sister and is like, fuck him up, boys. And, like, the grinder comes and whops Thomas over the head. Goddamn. Yeah. So he wakes up and he finds he's tethered to the grinding table and he's got hooks into his hands and his legs. Uh. Which, this is another reason I did not like this movie. Like, torture and that is not my jam. Yeah. Is not my jam. Makes me feel gross. I don't like it. I actually fast forwarded through some of these parts because it was pretty gory. If you were into gore, you're going to love it. Like, I, I'm okay with gore. It's just, like, this type of movie uh, is, mm-hmm. like, ones that scare me because it's actual people doing this. I mean, is it? Are they people? I mean, I don't know what they are. But, you know, like, I don't think they're aliens or crazy. That's where you're wrong. Everyone is an alien. Ah, shit. If this was the other podcast, <laughs> yeah, like you're wrong. This was mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but um, so he wakes up and he's got all these hooks and shit in his hands and his legs, but and he, like the the grinder is literally pulling a crank that's gonna like grind him alive. Goddamn. Yeah, but then Thomas, like, waits, like, his hand is literally grinded away, and he, like, puts both hands up so they, that, that, that they, um, they both go through the grinder so he can pull his hands out, and he, um, basically beats the shit out of the grinder, bloodied hand, and murders wow. that bitch. God dang. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Thomas. I know. This is why, and, and, like, there's a lot of scenes in here 
where I'm like, man, Dan Stevens is just so cool. Even Josh, I made Josh watch it with me, and he was like, like, he can fight. And I'm like, no, that's just Dan Stevens. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. He was like, I don't know why they made this um this guy from the nineteen like early nineteen hundreds be so like good at fighting. And I'm like, no, it's just Dan Stevens. Cause if you see the guest, you get to see it. But oh, wow. I just love him. I just love him so much. I do. Both of those because I kind the guest of- is top movies in my list. It's like oh. it is just so good. And where can it we means- find these movies? Do what? Where can we find these movies? I don't know if the guest used to be on Netflix. That's how we found it. So it might still be there. If not, you're probably gonna have to like rent it somehow. Somehow stock it down. It's just so good. I just love it. But also, I have a hard-on for Dan Stevens, so, you know. <laughs> he looks like, um, I, when I looked up the guest, I guess he was in his trailer, he looks mm-hmm. like Paul Walker a little bit. Um, a little bit. He's got, uh, like, weird eyes that, like, are scary, kind of. He's, his eyes are, like, ice blue. Yeah. Obviously, I married a man with blue eyes, so, you know. I like blue eyes, but, like, his are, like, I was ta- I told Josh about him. I'm like, I can't decide if he's like a nice man or if he's like a nice psychopath. Like, he's got uh, that look to him, which he's like kind of dangerous, but not really dangerous. I don't he's know. a nice. He's a nice man and a nice psychopath. Where he's a nice man to the ladies and everybody who doesn't wrong him. But if you wrong him, he'll go all psychopath on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't just- get on his bad side. You'll be fine. I just love him so much. Yeah. It's man, you really we need to do the guest one day. We, we have a, we have a lot of things. We're gonna do session eight or nine. Is it session eight? <laughs> session eight and nine. Um yes. <laughs> we're gonna do that. Yes. We also need to do the guest. Yes. Because it's so good. Um, okay, moving on. So he murders a grinder and then and then he's like gets out. Well, he goes to the goddess. And the goddess is essentially like, kill me. <laughs> oh, wow. So he um, goes to her and she like hugs him. And then she shoots these little thorns into his brain. What the fuck? And it's like now he can speak the goddess. And she's like, I've waited a long time for you, my son. And he's like, sorry for what I'm about to do. And then he burns her. But she was 100% for it. She was like, thank you, my child. And then she gets burned up and dies, I guess. At least she was all for it. But this also causes the island to go into utter chaos. So all the crops are dead now. There's, like, fires everywhere. Um, There's a scene where, like, everybody's trying to escape on a boat. And, like, the side of the mountain just explodes with fire and blood. What the fuck? Didn't know this was Game of Thrones. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I mean, so Thomas is, like, trying. He, like, gets out, and he's, like, going back to the village. And he, obviously, he's going after Quinn because Quinn, like, took his sister. So he's like, I got to find this bitch. 
So he's like asking people in the village, like, where's my sister? And they're like, oh, Quinn has her over there. And they're like, we have to go, though. You need to get on the boat. And he's like, I got to get her first. So he's going to find them. He finds them. um, But before he does, Quinn captures. He has first off Jennifer, who is Thomas's sister, and Andrea, who we haven't really heard too much about, but it's Malcolm's daughter. Okay. He's she's in the movie. I just don't like her that much. She's like a pretty redhead. I think she's mm-hmm. could possibly be a love interest of Thomas. I don't know. But she is white as fuck though. Of course. Just saying. Like <laughs> just saying. Like Redheads usually she, like sheet white. Josh actually was like, Whoa, I think that's white face. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's not racist at all. Okay. Uh, it's because we, we watched um, The Black Klansman, which I'll talk a little bit about. Oh, um, yeah. I have not seen that yet. It was so good. We'll talk about that in a second. But um, so he, uh, Quinn has both of those girls, and he's basically like, they think they're going to, he's going to kill them. And he's like, no, why would I kill you? I'm going to impregnate you over and over again and then feed the babies to the goddess what what the fuck <laughs> yeah and he's like you know and then the island will be nourished and then we can live here peacefully forever he's in saying he literally just killed his own kid because she was pregnant so you know oh what see if 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 he wants to do that to her and just like keep having her make her baby like have babies and then feed the babies to the goddess why didn't she just he just wait until his daughter had the baby and then kill the babies of the goddess because he's insane what the fuck he is insane yeah um so he uh uh thomas shows up and him and the women whoop the shit out of quinn and murder him it's not like a pretty murder. Like they like stab him, and Thomas like drags the knife through his chest cavity. Like it's Dang. a lot. So, Dang. but Thomas gets like beat up and stabbed a lot in the oh. fight. So he he's, like, not just, he's like, just let me, just leave me to die. And the women are like, no, we're gonna take you to the boat. So they all try to like run to the boat, but Thomas makes it to like halfway there, and he's like, I'm not gonna make it. Just go. And which I do appreciate about this movie. They were like, no, we can't leave you. But they're like, okay, we're going to leave you. Like, you, like they made the decision. They're like, he is not going to make it. We have to go. Yeah. So they get to the boat. And uh, Thomas is just, like, chilling. Like, well, this is how I go. But then all of a sudden, as he's, like, watching the boats leave. And he's like, okay, well, at least my sister's safe. Malcolm shows back up. Remember, he was in a hole. We thought he was oh, dead. Right, right, but right. he's not. <laughs> so Malcolm, remember, he owes homeboy a solid. And he's just like, well, I guess I'm not going to kill you. But then Thomas dies. Oh. And he gets eaten by all of the grass. So I'm thinking Wait, what? he is the new witch. The new goddess thing? The new god, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And then Malcolm is just going to, like, use him. And then just start all over again. Yeah, start all over again. Oh, that's so creepy. I did not like it that much. It was okay. Mm -hmm. I liked it enough 
Josh really liked it actually. That's so weird. he was like, you know what? Like this is like a like it's not very scary. It's definitely yeah. like um a more easygoing horror film. So I wrote I wrote some pro- pros and cons down. Pro okay. number one, Dan Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> pro number two, possibly Dan aliens. Dan Stevens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, pro number two, it's really brutal. It's like really well shot. Yeah, it's the cinematography is wonderful. Like it's really beautiful. They did a really good job with that. Um, Also, where they shot was really pretty. It's like an island off of. It's like a Welsh island or something. I don't know, but it's really pretty. Uh, Also, Dan Stevens. (laughs) Also, it's a period piece, which is kind of my jam. Like true. I like movies that are filmed in the night, like they're from, they're filmed in the setting of the 90s, which is yeah. a little, a little out there. Filmed in the 90s, filmed in the 1900s, like early 1900s, or I guess early, yeah, 1900s. I like a medieval time period, and I like, I like a Victorian time period. Yeah. Like, those are my, those are my jams. I don't really care too much about the 80s. Don't care too much about the seventies. I like the forties. Uh, the fifties is okay, but like it. I, so I I appreciated that it was in the night like early. It was like film nineteen oh five. You know. Yeah, I appreciate that. What I didn't like about it is the fucking music. There's what? so many like, I mean, and that kind of leads into part two of they didn't give these characters much development. And it's like they really tried hard for it to be, and I appreciate that they tried because I think a lot of movies attempt this and they don't do it right. And this is a good example. They tried to not do a lot of talking, but more of like more visual. So the visuals that they used had music in the background, but it was like creepy, like eh, eh. That's basically what the music was like. Kind of like The Witch, because it had like that. Yes, very much like The Witch. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I did not like that soundtrack at all. Yes, it was very much like that. So it was very awkward. I felt like uncomfortable. Okay, Um, but I was never scared. You know, like there's a difference. I was just like, okay, like first it was uncomfortable. Now, now it's annoying because it was like at one point it was like ten minutes of the music. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also thought I also was not a huge fan of the, the there's a witch on the island trope. Or like, you know, blood sacrifice. I like that kind of a thing. Yeah. I think the ritual did it pretty well. Yeah. Um, this did not. Because you didn't really like the monster was not that scary. It was just a witch that they captured. Honestly, I think it was just a person that got taken over and they captured. Yeah. So, wasn't a huge fan of that, but I mean, all in all, I think it was an okay movie. Okay. Like, I mean, Dan Stevens really brings it up. So, <laughs> without without Dan Stevens, I would probably give it a six out of ten. With Dan Stevens, solid eight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's worth it's worth watching 
It's just don't expect it to be a lot. Okay. Yeah. That's fair enough. But if you haven't seen Black Klansman. No, I have not. I that's what I watched. I watched yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Josh and I were looking for a movie. That's the and... new one that came out, right? Yeah, it's it's relatively new. We were going to watch. I can't remember what it's called, but it's got um, one of the guys from Star Wars in it. And it's like a World War II thing. And they realize that, that like everything's zombies. Is what? that kind of ring a bell? It's new. Er. I don't know. The only thing I can think of with World War II and zombies is like Iron Sky. I don't, it's not Iron Sky. Zombie movie. Okay, hold on. I'll, Overlord. Never heard of it. That's what it's called. We saw like previews for it. Um, it looks really good. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, it's filmed in D-Day of 19, uh, hold on, I'm just, I was just looking at it and then my mouse moved. 30s. 1944. 44, okay. Yeah. The World War II was in the 40s. Yeah. World War One was in the 30s? Yeah. 30s, or the 20s. Yeah. 20s or 30s. I don't know. No, definitely the 30s, right? Because, like, the depression and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the 30s. But, um... Yeah, we were gonna watch Overlord, and that got really high, like high reviews. But Josh wasn't in the mood for that. And then I was like, "Well, what about Black Klansman?" And he was like, "That sounds really stupid." But then we watched the preview for it, <laughs> and it's so funny. And I'm like, "I told you, it's gonna, it's like." He's like, "I, I need to see this." And I'm like, "I told you, you need to start trusting me on my movie taste." <laughs> so it's basically about a black guy in the '70s. That infiltrates the KKK and he becomes a member of the KKK. Yeah, he goes undercover or something. Yeah, he's an undercover detective and he becomes a member of the KKK. And they believe him, they think he's a white guy. It's like, that's all I'm going to tell you about it. But man, is it, it's just, it's just so good. And it's directed by, um, what's his name? Jordan Peele? Oh, yeah. 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 And, um, yeah. I mean, I hi, or it's produced by him. It's directed by Spike Lee. It's produced by um, Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Um, highly recommend it. It got like a 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. I'll have to watch that. So, it'll make you mad. Oh, no. It made me really mad, especially there's a, I mean, I don't think I'm giving anything away. There's part in the end, and it kind of like talks about um, how this is still a thing. Like, racism is still a thing. Unfortunately. And it, and it shows the um it shows the stuff that happened in virginia like charlottesville virginia like a couple years ago it was like 2017 yeah and it shows like the kkk literally walking down and supporting trump and it gets really dark really fast at the end like that should be like an eye-opener yeah yeah and it's funny to me because like watching it josh is like i don't think this is still a thing and I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> I'm like, he's like, I mean, I know it was a thing a couple of years ago, but like, is it still a thing? And I'm like, yeah, okay. it's definitely still a thing, but it's a good, it's, it's good. 10 out of 10. And I love it. It's a true story too. I was going to ask if that was, that was the one that was a true, like, based yeah. on like a guy, this black detective literally did this. That's awesome. And it makes me so happy that 
And uh, it's so funny because if you look up about him, he didn't think it was that big of a deal. He was like, "What? It was just a, it was just an undercover, under, undercover operation. It wasn't that big of a deal." And everybody around him is like, "You could sell this and make a movie." Yeah. <laughs> so he wrote a book, sold it, made a movie. <laughs> Hell yeah! I know. I'm like, this that's is awesome. great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's um. That's it for now. Yeah. Do thank you, you for listening. Have anything else you want to say? I am good. Yeah. Well, we will catch you next week. Um, next week, I don't know what we're going to be talking about. I never do. <laughs> it's a mystery even to us. It's a, <laughs> Is that bad? It's it's not fine. really. Because it's just like, oh, that's what we could talk about. Well, okay. So, like, in case you don't know the creative process that goes on in my brain least is that i decide what i'm gonna talk about the day of or or like the day before oh wow Uh, yeah and then i'm like okay need to sit for a couple hours and get all the information i can i usually have ready like the day after we start after we recorded the previous episode or, like, yeah. I watch a movie or something, then I'll wait a couple of days because I'll watch it at work probably and yeah. have it ready. But it's never like the night of or the day of. Nope. <laughs> I have And this yet. is why you are a type A personality and I am a type B. <laughs> <laughs> I can get work stuff done. I will say, like, I will never not be ready. Like, I will get it done eventually. And I'm not. I'm not much of a procrastinator, but it's, like, my life is so much right now that it's, like, okay, like, okay, now it's time. I need to, like, I have, like, dedicated days to things. Like, I'm, like, okay, Monday through Thursday, I write lesson poems. Yeah. Friday, I go Drake. Saturday <laughs> is my sleep-in day. And then I start to worry about the podcast. Like, that's usually how my And that's my really fine, bro. You got yeah, going on. As long as it works for you, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So um, thanks for listening. Um, let us know what else you would like us to listen to. One of you, I don't remember your name. I am so sorry. Suggested session eight or nine. I can't I don't is it eight? It was it session eight? nine, really. Okay. And Kelly okay. um suggested it on Facebook. Look at you remembering things. Well, uh yeah she's pretty cool <laughs> yeah so she she su- suggested that so be expecting that soon yeah. um we also have another podcast called mysterious history if you want to catch us out we actually just did an episode about skinwalker ranch yeah that was pretty funny to me it was pretty funny i i enjoyed that that was probably one of my favorite episodes or favorite so episodes. go check it out if you want to hear that um and we will catch you next time Yes, thank you, and uh, don't forget to like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter, and follow on Instagram. Yeah, and uh, stay spook. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye.